coming to you direct from the After Hours Lounge in the back room of the best cigar shop east of just west of this very location. It's the Cigar Hacks, better known as a bunch of hacks talking cigars, etc. Our panel of hacks today are Maddie the Magnificent and, Yay. and your humble announcer, producer, Cigar Hack Dave. It's just the two of us tonight. <laughs> Okay, our segments today include the Hidden Hearth Blind Cigar Review, Current Events in the Cigar World, Conspiracy Corner, where we expose the ugly underbelly of possible truth, along with a Hidden Hearth Reveal and Hidden Hearth Recap. You can find us all over the internet, in the usual places, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and on our website, CigarHacks.com. So, uh, let's just jump right into the Hidden Hearth here. Oh, let's get rid of the music first. Right? How that? Yeah, there, there you go. go. That's a good idea. Yeah, always usually forget about that. Yep. So we have just uh, the two of us this episode, and we'll see how this goes. Yeah, we, we're going to see. We're actually, so a little behind-the-scenes information for you guys. We just recorded uh, the previous episode with Eric, but Eric had to leave, and the peanut gallery had to leave, so now it's just Dave and I. And we're going to try to bang another one out. We're yeah. going to try to do it. All right, we'll see how this goes. And we got a nice-looking uh, Lancero here from Lancero yep. Dave. <laughs> Love yep, these things. Yep, Lanceros are fine. This one uh, also has a piggly tail. Yeah, I can see the pigtail there. Did you clip the pigtail? No, no. So I, it's just a teeny tiny little tail? It's just a little pointy thing on the back end there. It's not a squiggly, so it's definitely not a Kristoff. No, it's not. It's they have the shaggy foot, they, too. They usually. have that little, oh, the shaggy foot? Kristoff, yeah. Is that is that like a Scooby Doo reference? <laughs> yeah, it's just you know it's a little shagginess yeah, at, yeah, the yeah, end. Yeah, at the end. Yeah. But uh, yeah, no, this is a clean foot, so you, you can actually you can hear the toothiness on the wrapper. It's uh, very toothy. It's also dark, um, very dark looking wrapper, but well constructed. Uh, cap looks beautiful on it, which is generally hard to do on a Lancero because it is so, so thin. Yeah, and they so whoever's rolling these knows what they're doing. Ooh, a lot of pepper on the foot smell. Ooh, wow. Gonna make you sneeze? <laughs> yeah, close. <laughs> wow. Mmm, that is pungent. I, I like it, though. I like, uh, you know, it's weird. I used to love, like, heavy, peppery cigars. And I've gone to milder cigars. So I don't know if this is just extremely peppery or if I'm just no longer used to the peppery. And this is just normal peppery. So, if that makes any sense. Yeah. This wrapper is kind of toothy. Oh, very get toothy. Some, get some veins on it. Which is... I, I usually don't see that on a Lancero. The what, the veins? Yeah, the toothiness. Yeah, no, she's very toothy. And this has a interesting cap. You can see the extra little cappage underneath there. A super like cap. A super cap. So, cold and draw. Um, hmm. I'm definitely getting something, but I don't know what it is. But it's there, am I right? Yeah, there's something there. I'm trying to place it. I know, me too. I wish I was better at this. Well, that just means you can make it up. That's what <laughs> usually these guys do. Yeah, no, I mean, it's this. all fake, but... Mm -hmm. mm. Everybody gets something different. Like last time, we were getting... A variety of things on the same yeah. cigar. We had five people and with four different... Yeah, no two pounds are alike. Four different things. You know what we should do next time we have a group of people? Have them write it down. That way you have no prejudice on to what you're 
ah. flavor is. Because whenever somebody says something. That's right. Like I always you, plant the seeds. You That's said mine. gingerbread and everybody's, oh, yeah, yeah, I got that. And then mm. they're stuck on that. Or cinnamon. And oh, yeah, yeah, I got cinnamon too. Yeah. And then we get like a Mandela effect exactly. later, and it's just very involved. Oh, there's another conspiracy theory topic. <laughs> yeah. The I'm old uh, Mandelera. Mm. Yeah, I, I cannot name this flavor, but I like it. Uh, maybe, maybe coffee grounds. Maybe coffee grounds. I don't know. Yeah, yeah maybe. I'm trying to put a name to it. Anyway, let's spark this thing. Mm-hmm. No, let's roast this bone. Right? I'm actually using my... Uh, official hammer and sickle lighter here to light this cigar all right i have a perdomo tabletop which is my new yeah i think those are made by lotus and those are awesome lighters my new go-to here all right hmm my uh oh i like this my previous lighter was a vertigo yeah. And it finally died after like five years. <laughs> yeah, well, that's not bad at all. Yeah, that was like a $15 lighter that lasted forever. Yeah, the cheaper ones do. The expensive ones break. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't buy expensive don't, lighters. Yeah, and there's no reason to. It's, no. Mm-mm. We could do a whole thing on lighters. So, typical of a Lancero. Oh, this is nice for a, for a shot. Uh, the flavor's outstanding. I'm having a little draw situation on mine no, no problem here no well i mean let me get it going a little bit maybe it'll mm-hmm. it'll smoke better you know what i do with when i have a draw problem is just kind of poke it around roll it around a little bit and massage the no there it goes the oh thing. wow this is goes. really good this is really really good yeah i mean this is like elite level oh well i picked a good one huh <laughs> picked a winner yeah, oh, so far, right off the bat. This, uh... It's got, so the ash is like, it's got a really bright white ash, yeah. you know, that's contrasting with the, the darkness of the wrapper. Mm-hmm. And um, it's creating both a a stunningly visual display as well as the, um, the uh, display on your on your mouth, if that makes sense. Palette. On your palais. Yes. Palais, huh? Palais. Mm. I'm fancy. Is that French? Mm-hmm. Is that like Target? That French yeah. department store? Yeah, it's like Target. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I'm liking this one. Yeah, let's see where this thing goes. Yeah. So what do we got on the docket today? Oh, we have a docket. Yeah, yeah we do have a docket. This show is very well-planned and resourced. <laughs> Believe me. If you listen to the last episode, you know how much of fake news that is. Yes. It's the hodgepodge of crap. Oh, man. Yeah, I'm kind of missing the peanut gallery. The, that was kind of fun having the peanuts here. Yes, but we will soldier on. Yeah. Well, Correspondent Mike is off getting us some new great material. <laughs> <laughs> you, you're going to be thrilled. Yeah, you bet. You bet. Okay, um, I'm looking at... Nope, that's the wrong... Got the, Is that the last episode show notes? That's the wrong sheet. Yeah, we're going to need updated show notes, Dave. We need number six here. We yeah. Have number six. Unless we cut this, then... There'll be another number six. (laughs) No, we're going to kill it. Mm -hmm. So um, we're going to talk about uh, some local local events here. Uh, Went up to Portsmouth with the missus. Mm -hmm. Uh, We were up there for some other uh, event, the Christmas party kind of thing. Yeah. 
or I guess they were terming it a holiday party. Oh, not the holiday um, party thing. Yeah, uh, yeah. I want to. I hate gonna, the holiday thing. Uh, yeah, it, uh, yeah. That's what they were calling it. But, you know, <laughs> a it's a party. Christmas party, all right? Come on. <laughs> so how so, was it? It was. Uh, it was okay. It was all right. We ended up uh, with a smaller crowd than normal. So instead of uh, doing our usual rent out a place kind of thing, we went to a restaurant and took over like one of their rooms and so we just you know order off the menu kind of thing and uh, we were okay. up at uh, the uh, river house in Portsmouth on bow street that river was house. pretty nice never been there no it's uh you know right downtown it's just one of those side streets that goes across, along the water what kind of cuisine was it uh everything they had seafood and meat and um, you know steaks and it nice. was a wide range of things on the menu beautiful mm-hmm. and you smoked there not there but we went. So you had dinner and then went back then, to the. Then we had dinner and then went over to um, the um, Portsmouth Brewery for a little while. Okay. And uh, had a few cocktails over there, and which is just right on the main was Market this, Street. Was this part of their event, or is this just you and your wife? This was after we all got done with dinner. We all went over to the brewery. Okay. After the restaurant thing. All the cigar people. All the. All, the whole crew. There were like sixteen of us that. Okay. And so everybody, ended, everyone ended up at the the brewery. Portsmouth Brewery. Okay. Afterwards, so that was the after dinner locale, and it's all right there. You just walk across the street, basically. Here. Yeah. No it's Portsmouth. Half a block. A yeah. Nice little right town. Nice and quiet. And then uh, after we had enough of the brewery, the wife and I cut out and went over to the Federal Cigar Bar. Nice. She had never been there before. So it's like she wanted to check it out. So yeah. she smoked cigars. So we went down and checked out the uh, the uh, Federal Cigar Bar, and that was a really nice experience. Yeah, I haven't been there yet. It's a real nice um, facility. I mean, the, the, it's in the basement, so it's like all yeah. the beams are exposed and everything, and it's all brick and stone, and they did a real nice job uh, putting this place together. And the staff is great, and the way that they... Uh, take care of you there is the you know you sit you sit at, sit at a table and the the wait waitress or waiter come over and they hand you like three menus one is the drink menu uh, another is the cigar menu and another is the wine <laughs> list so you get three menus no food <laughs> so what do you get for a cigar so um uh well you go down the the cigar menu yeah. basically it, yeah. and, and they have quite a selection uh, available. And I ended up with a uh, my father's uh, uh, Lancero, nice. Which Lancero no surprise, Dave. no surprise there. <laughs> and my wife got herself an acid blondie. She likes that kind of uh, a smoke, small uh, flavored kind of thing is her thing. Yeah. So she had that. She liked that. Awesome. So we ordered these things and the. Waitress brings them over on a nice silver tray, Ooh. right? And would you like me to cut them for you? <laughs> Absolutely. We're going for the full effect here. Yeah, yeah why not? And so, <laughs> when in Rome. Yep, yep. This uh, nice waitress cuts your cigar for you. and Perfect. You know, I'm sure she'd even light it for you if you wanted to, you know. I but, can imagine uh, so. Since I had left all my cutters and lighters and everything were still in the car i didn't have them in my pocket so i was like sure you can cut it for me it was <laughs> nice <laughs> it was a real nice experience yeah, yeah well, that's cool mm-hmm. so we uh, hung out there for a little while and since we had plenty to drink already we didn't go down the drink menu 
but they do serve coffee there, which was great because we were looking for coffee. Yeah. <laughs> at that hour. <laughs> yeah, he, so, you got to switch at some point. Yeah, so we got a couple of cups of coffee, and they uh, it's all fresh brewed. They got a coffee machine. They just make it one you know cup at a time, kind of one of those coffee maker gizmos. Beautiful. That was good. A nice cup of coffee there and a cigar, and it was, uh, it was a nice little uh, evening there. Excellent. So we spent an hour or so smoking our cigars. And Sounds like a wonderful holiday party. <laughs> Christmas party. <laughs> Christmas party. Christmas party. Perfect. So that was the uh, the federal cigar experience, and it's definitely worth uh, worth the trip go up there. Yeah, it looks nice. I've seen pictures. I've been, I've seen it like outside. I've been to Portsmouth, but mm-hmm. I just, the thing is like, like when I go to Portsmouth, I'm usually with the wife and then like, we're always in a cigar store. So I don't bring her into cigar stores when, right. I, when well, I go up. Right. Well, the way that's set up over there, the cigar store is at street level. Yep. And it's separate from the lounge, which is in downstairs. So you go in after the cigar store is closed, they have different hours. Um, so after the cigar store is closed, there's an entrance on the side of the building on Lad Street where you go in over there and then you go yeah. down the stairs. And there's a nice doorman there and, you know, he opens the door for you. And it's really a nice experience. The <laughs> whole thing cool. is just great. And the uh, back room where they have the lockers and uh, the, the big TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have some TVs in the main area too. But in the in the back room, there's a giant TV in around the lockers and that's the members area but after nine o'clock at night it's open to anybody so if you want to experience the the cool lounge with the super comfy sofas and lounge chairs and whatnot you can go in there after uh, after nine o'clock some vip mm-hmm. and that's pretty nice in there too but the rest of the place got lots of comfy chairs they got a big in the corner they got a big circle booth you know you can put about Six people or eight people in there if you really squeeze in. So yep. you can have a big crowd around a, around a big round table there. It's pretty nice. And there's lots of seats at the bar. And uh, they have a small humidor down there uh, displaying some of the cigars that are on the menu. They have a lot of things, a lot more on the menu than is What's on, on display? display. Because they only have so much room in that little yeah. cubby hole in the wall there. It's like a little brick oven looking <laughs> thing. <laughs> Cut away. It's like yeah. a little closet. Um I'm sure they have a stack somewhere else and behind the bar for oh yeah secret stuff. stack yeah because I didn't see any acid blondies in the humidor display there you know they're not keeping those in there yeah the, the one thing that happened was the you know we're looking at the menu and trying to find something and the waitress is helping us find what they have there and whatnot and she says oh by the way we're out of hammer and sickle tonight oh so, no. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! So, so I am assuming that was just downstairs because upstairs is closed and they can't go up there and you know get in the store and, yeah. and ransack the place. They have a limited uh, supply downstairs, so maybe everyone was smoking hammers and that's why they're out of hammers. Could have been it. Point. So I didn't, <laughs> I didn't ask, but I did tell her I was going to see Eric today. <laughs> nice. So I said that's no problem. I'll get my hammers when I see Eric. <laughs> Getting him in trouble. Mm-hmm. Yep, you bet. So it's definitely worth the trip to go up there and lounge it and get the full effect. And it's casual. You can go in there. People go in there all dressed up, and people go in there in jeans with holes in the knees and stuff. And it's, it's <laughs> a whole, you know, the regular cigar crowd shows up there, but uh, you get some upscale folks in there as well. So it's it's real nice atmosphere. Good mix. Mm-hmm. 
Yep, cool. And as usual, it's a nice uh, cigar crowd, so it's not stuffy or snooty or anything like that. Everybody is just great in there. Awesome. So what else so we got? Highly today? recommended. <laughs> highly recommended. We also have, what do we have here? We have, uh, oh, cigar update. There was an article in Half Wheel today. Okay. Uh, about uh, something called, uh, let me get the right name here. Umbagog. Umbagog, yes. And the Umbagog thing is uh, Steve Saka has named this line of cigars after his favorite fishing lake. There's an Umbagog Lake State Park in New Hampshire, and that's uh, what he named his cigar line after, this particular brand. Yeah, uh, I know he's a big line. fisherman. Mm-hmm. He loves fishing. Well, we got to hook him up with Ricky. <laughs> Nurse Rick, who likes to fish, too. He can't right? touch fish. He can't touch him, but he loves fishing. <laughs> so funny. Oh, I can, <laughs> I can tell you the hammer and sickle story. We were out fishing with, with Nurse Rick one day on the boat and smoking cigars, and he takes a hammer and sickle the butt, you know, the end of the cigar, yep. puts it on his hook, throws it in the water, and says, look, I caught her hammer and sickle fish. <laughs> <laughs> I could see him catching one of those. Yes, yes. And only only Nurse Rick could catch a hammer and sickle fish. <laughs> too funny. So the uh, Umbagog is an interesting name. It must be an Indian name. Probably, yeah. That makes sense. Certainly sounds like it. That's that. So this uh, Umbagog is not new. It's just that they have an article out today in Half Wheel on it, and I saw it, and I figured I'd mention it. And so we've got Steve Saka is also a local guy. He's up here in New Hampshire. So, again, we haven't mentioned where we're at. We <laughs> don't get to that until about this far in the show. Yeah, we're in the Plastow Cigar Company here in Plastow, New Hampshire. Dunbarton Tobacco and Trust is... Uh, is in Dunbarton, New Hampshire, which is not too far from here. Yep. It's, I guess anything in New Hampshire is not too far unless you're way up near Canada. Yeah, no, it's yeah. like 40 minutes from yeah, here. Yeah, it's not too far. So that was, so Umagog was like, Steve came out with, uh, he was with Drew Estate, and he kind of got his fame with the Liga Pravada line, and then he started his own company, Dunbarton Tobacco, and they had the Sober Mesa, um, it was an f- original release, and then they had the Mi Carita, and uh, I think Umbagog was third, and now he's got a couple other ones, Moistra de Saka. I think there's a few more. Uh, the Umbagog I haven't tried yet, I'm, and I'm assuming you haven't either. Nope, I haven't. I have not tried that. Well, maybe we'll make that a hidden herf someday, you know? Yeah, if I'm not mistaken, too, I think the Umbagog is like a... I think the way he put it, it's like a poor man's Mikarita. I think it's okay. like... Yeah, it's something... The, the binder and fill are the same, maybe, but the wrapper is like... Stuff he wouldn't use on the Umbagog or um, on Mikarita, I think. Again, I'm full of fake news. Well, it says here in the article uh, that uh, it's all Nicaraguan tobacco, both the binder and filler mm-hmm. on Nicaragua. Yeah, he uses a lot of Nicaraguan tobacco. Produced at Nicaraguan American Cigars SA, Esteli, Nicaragua. Oh, that sounds familiar. That's where Nick Perdomo's factory is. Yeah, a lot of the factories are in uh, Esteli. Esteli, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Hoyo de Nicaragua, I think, makes most of their stuff, not all of their stuff. Which is kind of a, a remnant from his Drew Estate days. Mm-hmm. It says here that the uh, wrapper is a rustic-looking, rough-looking wrapper. Yeah, that's what I hear. Mm-hmm. But I haven't smoked it. A reddish, leather-brown, extremely rough to the touch. I guess that's toothy. Yeah, that would be mm-hmm. toothy for well, us. Features quite a bit of tooth. 
when you finger up and down it. That's what it says here. Uh-huh. There's a bit of oil noticeable as well as a number of prominent we, veins. We used to call that the stroke test, Dave. Uh-huh. Okay, the stroke so test. So you do the stroke test and then you know okay. if it's too fierce, move. Well, you can read the rest of that article over in Half Wheel. Over at Half Wheel, mm-hmm. the Umbagog. I'll nice. have to try it. Nice. I haven't, uh, I haven't had the chance yet. We did... We carried the Sobra Mesa here and uh, had the Mikarita, and for whatever reason, I, I just didn't have a lot of luck with it. But I know a lot of other places have. So next time you're out, if you see it, grab me one and do a trade with you. Umbagaga. Umbagaga. Well, maybe, we'll, like I said, maybe we'll be a hidden herf sometime. Could throw it in the hidden. You never know. You never know what we're going to have in there. Hidden like, herf is wild. Like this one. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so far, uh, every one has been a surprise. Yeah, that's good. That's good. And so we've done, well, this would be our sixth one here, right? Yep. Well, except for the one that was like a mess there with the... Yeah, well, we don't know man. what it was. Yeah, <laughs> yeah that's great. <laughs> so, so what do we got, that, Dave? What, that, are, that what else whole, are we going to discuss that, tonight? That whole thing. Well, current events land. I've been looking over current events and not finding much here in December. Everyone still has their November calendars up on their websites. Yeah, and uh, Eric was telling us that not much goes on in December in the event world because everyone's busy with their Christmas events and shopping and whatnot. So it's a whole different world in December for the cigar world. Yeah, most of the events are. I'm just guessing here. Probably more like Christmas party stuff, and it's kind of more for like regular customers of the store. Because mm-hmm. otherwise, you you got all sorts of people coming in and out, and it. At least in this area, the first, like, it used to be great all month. Now it's like the first two weeks of December really aren't that great. And then, you know, you get like 12 days leading up to Christmas. That's good. And then it, uh, in this area, dies after uh, after Christmas. After Christmas? Well, we have to start doing some New Year's things yeah, then. it dies. Uh-huh. Uh, so maybe there'll be some between Christmas and New Year's events. Or do some New Year's Eve kinds of things. <laughs> and, I mean, nobody goes. Everyone's doing something else. You know, you get mm-hmm. wives and girlfriends and all that stuff. Right. Oh, speaking of wives and girlfriends, we ran into uh, some folks up at the Two Guys in Seabrook. Yeah. My wife was with me on our way back from Portsmouth, and we ran in, we went in there and uh, ran into Jess from Two Guys. She was in the, at the Seabrook store. Oh, well, that would make sense. And she's trying to organize a ladies' smoking night. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I saw that. Along, along the way. Yeah, I think, actually, um, I think Cindy Saka was involved in yes. that, too. Yes. <laughs> That's the tie-in here. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, it was her. And then they, Dunbarton, I think, just brought on someone else. And I can't, I think her name is Yvonne. That's correct. Yep. Yeah, I know. She's been around cigars for a while. And I think she moved up here from out of state. Mm-hmm. And uh, she's with them now, and then I, I seems like so. I imagine the three of them are probably putting together the yeah. They're trying to put something together. The ladies, nah, that's and a so cool idea. I introduced Jess to my wife who smokes cigars. She's like, yep. oh, all excited because they're going to get the ladies smoke together. <laughs> no, that's cool and whatnot. So when that gets finalized and there's more details on that, we'll certainly feature that in the local event thing. So that's yeah. just a teaser. So. <laughs> We'll see when that happens. I think they're trying for um, after the first of the year to do do something there. Yeah, let everything settle down. Yep. So uh, 
for being a couple of hacks. We're, we got all the names right. Yeah. Pretty good. So where did you hear about the Lady Smoke thing? Um, I think it was on Facebook. Yeah, okay. I just saw it on Facebook. Facebook? Oh, yeah. Doing the Facebook thing. I go in and out of Facebook. I have Facebook phases. So, like, yeah. I'll go on, I'll hit the Facebook card for, like, two months, and then I'm, like, I'm, <laughs> I'm done, done with, with Facebook. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Never going on Facebook again. Yeah, it's, it's, well, let's do the Facebook thing. <laughs> what I've noticed since we've got the Cigar Hacks Facebook uh, page going here is I friend a couple of people, and then I'm getting their friends' news feed notifications for stuff that's, like, I don't want to know this. <laughs> things like that it's like i don't care why do i care about this you know yeah it's uh yeah so you're probably like if you become friends with somebody and their friend posts something public yeah then it'll show up on your news yeah right and that's probably you probably don't have a lot of friends i'm guessing no no i'm uh, on purpose yeah no i'm i'm throttling it right now well if you like once you have like a decent amount of friends like you'll stop seeing that stuff so much because you'll have they're just trying to put stuff on your timeline because otherwise nothing. Oh, oh okay. You know, nothing's going to oh, be. Oh, Facebook there your throttles feed. that. Yeah, no, Facebook throttles everything. You know, mm-hmm. the whole thing is just controlled. And there's another conspiracy right there. Oh, it's, yeah, no, <laughs> it, it is. They, they, uh, you know, they hide. They have a trending section, and they'll constantly drive down anything positive for non-liberal causes, mm-hmm. and they jack up liberal causes. Mm-hmm. They'll hide posts. They will ban people and they'll suspend people for just saying something against liberals that doesn't have to be anything violent or even hateful. It can just be, you know, Hey, Hillary Clinton, you know, you post too much about her email scandal and they're like, Oh, Facebook jail. <laughs> yeah. It's absurd. <laughs> Facebook jail. <laughs> it's absurd. <laughs> well, the conspiracy well, with that is a sun Valley conference. I don't, you're probably familiar with that. No, 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 yeah, I'm pretty sure it's Sun Valley. That's uh, it's a, you know the Bilderberg Conference. Build a what? The Bilderberg Conference. No, really? No, not familiar with that. Wow, this yeah. it's always blows my mind. Mm-hmm. So it's um, the Bilderberg Conference is where like a whole bunch of the world elite gather every year. They get a hotel room. You can't get into the hotel. The security is just, ridiculously insane. Mm-hmm. And just, just one room for everybody. I don't. I mean, they probably get like oh, a. I mean, banquet oh a bank a hall yeah right. okay. yeah it's like a hall they, they all believe me have their own rooms <laughs> you know it's at real high-end hotels mm-hmm. and they get together and you know supposedly they just play poker or whatever but that just never happens they're you know mm-hmm. plotting their control of the world and sun valley is like sort of the tech um version of the bilderberg conference okay so all the tech people get together And they kind of plan out, you know, how they're going to do these filters, how they're going to demonetize and demote, you know, certain types of posts, and how basically they're going to control the narrative throughout the social media companies and other companies as well. But the social media is the big one now. Mm -hmm. Google's in that as well. And as we went over in a previous episode, they have that whole AI god they're trying to create. (laughs) So it's, it's, there's real interesting stuff out there. I'm telling you. Oh, yeah. Yep. Well, I've been I've been staying away because I've been in the computer business for <laughs> more decades than I want to say, and I know to stay away from that stuff. <laughs> stay away from that mm-hmm. stuff. Why is that, Dave? Because I know what goes on. I mean, I know what can happen in, in, with all this 
especially with the internet and the social media the way it is, people are putting way too much information out there that they shouldn't be. <laughs> and every time you put an app on your phone and it says, give permission to do this and this and this. It's I, know, like, I hate that. You ever, ever read the, the terms and conditions on any of those things? No. It's just crazy, crazy stuff. Yeah, it's absurd. So it was, when I was out in uh, San Diego flying back, I got on, I was on JetBlue, and they have their Wi-Fi, or FlyFi on JetBlue. It's free, inter- free internet on the on the plane there, yeah, which is kind of nice. But when you go on, you got to, you know, click on terms and conditions. And since I had a five-hour flight, and I wasn't, there was a red eye, and I wasn't, like, falling asleep or anything, so I thought, oh, maybe I'll just read the terms and conditions. Maybe that'll put me to sleep. It took me 20 minutes <laughs> to read the terms and conditions to use wi-fi to use the wi-fi <laughs> wow and it's like oh my god all of they you know you give them permission to do anything they want and wow. you have no recourse it's like no we're giving you this free service so we get to do whatever we want with whatever information you put in here yeah and that's that it's like scary stuff <laughs> i agree dave i agree so that's why i have no apps on my phone <laughs> I don't blame you. On my, on my, because I don't want to associate my phone number with any of that stuff. Yep, that makes sense. And so I'm doing all the social media stuff on a Wi-Fi enabled tablet only. <laughs> a right? burner so tablet. Yeah, it's basically a burner <laughs> tablet. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's awesome. Yep, mm-hmm. I like it. But I went to go register for Skype, set up a Skype account, and I use Skype at work all the time, and I have a Skype account for work and it's just a regular name kind of thing whatever you want in the old days you could just put whatever name you wanted as long as it wasn't taken you could have you know foo at you know foo.bar and that would be good yeah now you go to since microsoft bought skype and they took it over now when you go to register for a skype account you have to give them a phone number or an email address so that they can tie you to something (laughs) yeah you can't just be an anonymous name in their system of course, they can just track your IP address that you're using, but um, yeah, no, I mean you can't hide from it. No, you can't. <laughs> you can't. But you they, can't. yeah, I mean you could just create a you know a transient email address, you know a Gmail or a Hotmail or something, and just use that to register and just off to the side. But yeah, what they're counting on is people just oh I'll just put my email address in here or <laughs> I'll just put my phone number in here because I'm doing this on my phone and boom, and now they got you because you click that accept thing. They got you. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah, I'm sure. Um, uh, it's not good. You know, it's great, too. So, you know, everybody loves the um, the the Apple thing where you use your thumbprint to open your phone. Mm-hmm. And now they want to do the facial recognition. I mm-hmm. mean, where do you think that goes? Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's crazy. Yeah. I don't know. Have you ever read uh, 1984? I have read 1984, yeah. yeah. Uh, absolutely. No, I know where it goes. I'm yeah. asking it rhetorically. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, it's no, it's crazy. And I mean, that's just getting more and more like I mean, that book is just spot on. Mhm. It's insane. Yep. Crazy crazy craziness. So there are, you know, now there are services where you can have the uh, uh your your whole browser thing be anonymous and don't want to have all that stuff be public. Yeah, I don't know if I'd even trust that. No, well, of course, <laughs> you have to click the accept on that. Yeah. And, uh, it just makes it uh, another level of indirection. And so when we registered the URLs for the uh, cigar hacks and whatnot, 
you go through and you have to do the name registry thing. And it used to be that you had to put in a real name and address and everything to register. And it's if you go to the uh, who is directory yeah. on the internet, you can, you can look hide it up. It. You can see yeah. you can see everything. And so now you can pay a couple of bucks. Yep. And they'll give you a you know you you pay whoever the the domain service is to do the the hidden thing there. It's kind of like the hidden herf. The hidden herf. <laughs> yeah. It's like the hidden uh, <laughs> registration thing. So you can, you know, you know, your name and address and everything, who's registered the site is not public. It's not available for anybody. If the uh, law enforcement agencies or someone needs to find you or, you know, has a legitimate reason to contact you, they have to go through this third party. And then so there's a level of indirection. So I yeah. think that's probably okay. Uh, so it's better. <laughs> it's better. Yeah. I mean, you know, the, you, you get these like. I mean, computer geniuses who are, you know, bouncing off of servers in all these different countries. And mm-hmm. I mean, they, if they want to find them, they'll get them eventually. Right, <laughs> so, right. You know, mm-hmm. paying, paying an extra 10 bucks yeah. for a, you know, who is registry yeah. is. Yeah. You know, it, it, I mean, it's good. I would definitely do it. Mm-hmm. You know, to start a website because it at least keeps out the. The riffraff. Know, the riffraff. Because I've done a lot of research, you know, finding whose site this is and whatnot and who's. Where it's coming from, and and you go to the registry, and, and in the old days, you know, you could just you could see that stuff, and get people's names and yeah. addresses, and you know, it's like if someone has a business and they register it with their business address, they don't put their personal address in there, which is okay, but you get a name, so you could actually call the company and ask for, <laughs> you know, Joe Smith. And <laughs> well, did you see that um, a little while back? There was that. The big uh, it was kind of a, a mini CNN scandal because they you know they have something every day, but there was somebody that posted on Reddit. It was kind of like an anti uh, CNN thing, and CNN like fake news, <laughs> yeah, fake news. <laughs> and they 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 like unmasked the kid. It was like a fifteen year old kid that posted it, mm-hmm. and CNN threatened to like release all of his information if they if he didn't you know take it down. And it was a it was a big hullabaloo, uh-huh. which is it's, it's just crazy. Oh, I I think I heard about that. Yeah, it was on Reddit, you know, which right, is just right, kind right, of right, right, you know right. supposed to be like mm-hmm. a an anonymous type mm-hmm. forum to post on. Yeah, there anyway. was another article about some the, some school was going on a field trip to CNN, and one of the kids wore a fake news T shirt. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I saw and, that, and the the teacher made him change it or take it off or something and uh, yeah it happens all the time and it's like hey wait a minute it's, you know first amendment you can say whatever he wants fake news there's kids that, like you know like they can't wear their uh you know make america great again shirts mm-hmm. you know it's it's nuts yeah it's crazy it crazy is orwellian stuff. dave yeah i'll it's agree orwellian <clears throat> dystopia I'll that agree. we live in yeah so we we've, we've turned the uh the local events thing here into conspiracy corner. <laughs> it was a, it was a tech you know it was a tech mm-hmm. discussion. Mm-hmm. It was valuable information. There you go. Yeah. I'm getting down to my piece of paper here, so we're gonna have to open these. Yeah, we can pop these up pretty soon. Yeah. So you want to do it? Yeah, let's do that. All right, let's see what let's we're smoking. Oh well, we should say like what we think of it first. Yes, I guess it's it's really smooth. I think it's awesome. Uh, it's um. I'm just, really great flavor. I'm just puffing away on this thing. That's why it's going down so fast. Yeah. I mean, it's a Lancero. Same here. It's really long, but I'm already down to the cover. Yeah. So. No, I've got, um, I mean, the draw is fine now. I haven't had any problems with it. And it, it's burning, like, almost perfectly even for me. Yeah, which is 
which is a problem with Lancero. It's another sometimes. tough thing for a Lancero. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I haven't had to relight it. It's uh, yeah. this is outstanding. Well, the fact that I'm just puffing away on it because it's so good keeps it lit. <laughs> I give so let's do like um, you know, a popular thing to do is to come up with a a fake numerical oh, no, rating we, system. Well, we don't do ratings here, so I'm just gonna make one up right, right now. Ahead. So I'm can, gonna say you can do a fake rating. My rating system is going to be based on a 500 to 1,000 scale. And I'm going to give this... It's like your credit rating? Mm, <laughs> yeah, kind of. Yeah, 500. <laughs> well, 1,000 is a little high. But yeah, well, it's, the credit ratings are like between 350 and 8, something like that, right? Yeah, Some eight, arbitrary numbers. 850, I, mean I think. It mean nothing. It's uh, Yeah, no, it's all fake. Everything's fake. Mm-hmm. And this one's going to get a, a 9... Hundred and ninety-seven. Oh, nine point out of a thousand. Nine ninety-seven yeah. out of a thousand. That's pretty high. Yeah. Oh, this is uh, this is this is like. I mean, if I, if I can call a cigar like perfect, like this is the perfect cigar. This is a this is a really good cigar, I have to say. So let's scope it out. Go right ahead. Let's see what we got. Uh, open her up and in I this Jemski. I think you'll be. Uh, Pleasantly surprised at what this is. Yeah, I mean, it's a Lancero of this quality is going to be a good make. This is not going to be a dump cigar. <laughs> I know that. Dump cigar. Huh? Oh, I got my wrapper off. Of course, no I know way. What it is. Are you kidding me? Mm-hmm. Got Are you, you again. Kidding me? Got you again. Go ahead. <laughs> a Rocky Patel Sun Grown Maduro. You bet. Lancero? I don't even know they made this. This is an awesome cigar, isn't it? Holy crap. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. I got this at Kurt's Lancero Haven. Yeah. Up at Twin Smoke Shop in, Damn. in Londonderry. Well, Kurt is a Lancero Yeah, no, I know guy. that. And so, you know. I, said, I didn't no, know this existed. There's no bad Lanceros at Kurt's, you know. Yes. Yeah. Uh, he loves these, too, so. I've had the Rocky Patel. I've had the Sun Grown uh, Corona, but I think that's the only one I've had of the Sun Grown. And this is the first Maduro, and I didn't know they made a Lancero. I didn't either until I saw this. And said, no, this was a good looks, buy, Dave. That looks interesting, and uh, there you go. This was a good buy. It's... Is it uh, is it like over the ten dollar mark or under? It was. Or right around. It was right around that. Right around? Yeah, it was right around that. Yeah, yeah. No, that's a that's a good deal. Mm-hmm. I'm yeah, impressed. There was a, there wasn't, there was no three dollar cigar. Let me put it that no, way. No, yeah, no, I didn't no, think this that. Is, this is right in line with the, with the uh, premiums. Wow. Priced accordingly. Well played. I got this when I was up there with uh, Nurse Rick, where he bought the Tatuaje Lanceros. Oh, and nice. This was maybe two dollars less than those. So they have a couple weeks of age on them. Couple of weeks, yeah, they've been a couple of weeks. That could be the difference maker. Yeah, maybe. You know, so if you get these, make sure you sit on them for a couple of weeks. A month. It's for probably, a month. It's probably been a month since I bought these. Yeah. Well, so, awesome. I, you know what it is? It's the magic humidor that I keep them in. What the Tupperware? The, yeah, it makes <laughs> all these cigars great, right? <laughs> yeah. Hey, it's working well. So. Mm-hmm. Keep doing it. Except for the ones that I. That we smoked last episode. I bought those today. 
Those were good. Those too. came right out of the case. Oh, the uh, yeah, the LFD one. The LFD. Yeah, no, that was good. The Harrow wasn't as good as this. No, this nowhere near as good this as this. Is better, yeah. <laughs> this is better. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. This is an awesome cigar, and I'm not sure it's going to last the whole episode. <laughs> Just going down on it. Yeah. Well, what do we uh, what do we got to cover? What do we have left to educate the masses on? To bring knowledges into the world. Mass education. Yeah, mass education. That's what we do. Well, we're going to go right into the oh, local spotlight. I almost skipped it. I'm looking at the wrong part of my cheat sheet here. Ooh. Local spotlight. So we're talking about the Merrimack Valley in Massachusetts, which is a, another surprise yeah. that there are cigar shops, lounges I know. in Massachusetts. Yeah, actually, the taxes are nuts. There are actually more than I expected and quite a few around there we start looking. So if you go on our website on the lounges and bars section and go to the bottom and there's two search sites, the Cigar Aficionado and... I have them on the tabby here. You have them on the on, burner tablet. On the tabby. Right well here. played, Dave. So well played. On the burner tablet. Get yourself a burner tablet. For our podcast. You go to the bottom here. Cigar Inspector. Cigar Inspector. Cigar Inspector has a fine a place, find a cigar store. Lounge. Is that app still up? Which? Because I thought, and maybe I'm wrong, could be fake news. No, it's not. I know what you're going. <laughs> oh, so I'm right. Yeah, okay. You are correct. Yeah, so they. they Took down a cigar app? On Be- Apple. On C- Apple. Cigar Aficionado had an app. Yep. An iTunes app. Or Apple, uh, Apple Store app for finding cigar, you know, where to smoke. Yeah, That's what it was. And yeah, the where Apple to smoke. Apple took it off because it's smoking related. Mm-hmm. And this goes right back to what we were talking about earlier. And those snobs over there and... California there and uh, hey you know they know what's best for you that's right and uh, you just, can't you can't have a cigar where to smoke app but cigar <laughs> aficionado has it on their site the Android version is still available oh good Google Play good so you can get it from there but you just can't have it on your if you already have it it still works because you can still get the updates and whatnot it's oh still, you just can't download you can't it can't download it anymore right ridiculous yeah it is it is <laughs> So we have a link to the Scar Aficionado's website of where to smoke. So if you have an Apple phone, you can still go to the website and and hit it. So uh, they're not preventing anything here. It's just you can't have an app to do it, right? Yeah, so. stupid. Mm-hmm. So that's that's that. So you are correct. They did clip the yes. app. Mm-hmm. But we have links to the websites so you can get to these things. And the interesting thing is um, the two databases have a lot of the same places, most of the, mostly the same, but you'll find some places on Cigar Inspector that aren't in Where to Smoke and vice versa. So you have to look in, like, both of them to find everything. Okay. And so if you look in the Massachusetts area, you'll find some places, and there's um, more than I expected. Yeah, I expected, like, three. There's quite a few, actually. There's two in the uh, Merrimack Valley area that I went and visited, uh, 20 minutes or so from my house. I yeah. was what were they? kind of surprised, and I had never been to either of them before. We have over in Raleigh, right next to the Agawam Diner, lots of people know where the Agawam is, right next door is the Tobacco Shack. I've heard of that place, I've never been. It's a little, tiny little shop, they got 24 seats in there, all jammed together in there, so you can put two dozen people in there smoking cigars, and that would be... A real cozy arrangement for 24 <laughs> people in this place, let me tell you. <laughs> I mean, how many seats you got here? You don't have that many here. And the place is half the size of this, so. 
Yeah, I think I got about. I used to have eighteen. I think I have fifteen now. I believe so. Yeah, so they're up. They got twenty-four seats, but they're not these big, giant, comfy seats like like you have here. Yeah, they're smaller chairs around. They have some along a like a bar area. They have like a half a dozen along like a little. They don't have a bar, but it's like a rail that you know you can sit yeah. across three and three across from each other. And they have four tables, round tables with four chairs around each of those, and then they have another little area that's got some a couple of sofas and a TV. Cool. Down in there, so that's uh, a nice little setup that they've got there. And they have a really small humidor; they don't have a lot of space, so they're limited shelf space. So their selection is not as big as most places. But they got uh, well, some of, of those places are really cool. Like I know when um, I went out to Chicago, actually maybe five six years ago, and uh, we went to a couple shops out there, and mm-hmm. went to one Casa de Monte Cristo, which is right outside Chicago. Um, and that place is gorgeous, and the selection is awesome, and the, the place, I can't even, like, describe it well enough. It's just mm-hmm. incredible. But um, we also went to a smaller shop in Chicago called Updown Cigars, and that place, I guess, is pretty well known, and it's, it's, a, it's a smaller store, but uh, we were hanging out there for, I don't know, five or six hours, and I think they had a bar there, if I remember correctly, and... You know, it's 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 kind of a lot of those smaller, like cozier places are are mm-hmm. really enjoyable. We had a great time yep. there at Uptown. So the Tobacco Shack is uh, run by uh, a couple uh, named Donna and Gary. Mm-hmm. And I I met Donna while I was there. I haven't run into Gary yet, so I have to go there when when he's in there and say hello sometime. Yeah. So that was a, a nice little shop over there in Raleigh. That's cool. The other place I went to is. Uh, called the Tobacco Shop in Middleton, Mass. used to be the old Cuban cigar factory. Is it the Tobacco Shop? I thought it was the Smoke Shop. Oh, did I say Tobacco Shop? Yes. Oh, Tobacco Shack is Rowley. The Smoke Shop is Middleton. Yeah, the Smoke Shop is Middleton. I'm getting my (laughs) vernacular is vernicted. That place is run by a guy named John, and uh, he's been in the business for a while. He knows... uh, Dave Garofalo from two guys for like he said like thirty years so yep <laughs> <laughs> he must have known them back in the day there when they were when uh, two guys was in uh, were they in Revere or something down yeah there? I think Revere is where they yeah. started mm-hmm. so I uh, went into uh, Tobacco Shack he's got a little more real estate over there not too much more he has the bigger chairs like this mm-hmm. and um, they also have about two dozen seats. They have a little bigger humidor, and they have a pretty good selection in there. They carry the uh, uh, United Cigar line, so Bandoleros, Atabays. <clears> good those. stuff. They have a couple of those in there, and uh, Perdomos, and Hammer and Sickle, and, and the, the basically the kind of stuff you have here. It's a lot of the same things you have here. Yeah, I've heard um, I, Eric um, from Hammer knows that guy pretty well. And uh, so I've heard good things about that store. Mm-hmm. I I went to, it used to be called something else. I think it was Old Cuban. That's and the same place, yeah. Yeah, that's what it used mm-hmm. to be. And I went there, but I haven't been since they, uh, new ownership and, mm-hmm. and whatever they did. Right. So did they do a lot of, like, remodeling, or is it pretty similar? I've never been in when it was Old Cuban, so I don't oh, know. Oh, so you don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I, like, I assume they did something, but. Yeah, well, of course. Mm-hmm. I, I have to say they probably remodeled him. Yeah. yeah, the 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 old place, uh, old Cuba was. 
I'll use the term rustic. It's a very rustic uh, <laughs> store. So uh, this isn't too rustic. But. Yeah. So they they definitely. Did so when some it was updates. the old Cuban, did they actually make cigars there? Did they roll them there? They did. Yeah, they had um, their own like line. I don't know if they rolled them. I think they rolled them in the store. I think they bought the tobacco and rolled them in the store. Mm-hmm. Um, and they they were they were good cigars. I went there several times. Like every once in a while, I'm down that way. So I well, I used to be. So I popped in there. And I just, I don't get down there much anymore. Mm-hmm. Well, that's my job now. That's your job. To report on all of that yeah. stuff. So well, the Both of those shops were, were pretty nice. They have their locals, and uh, everybody's real nice in there. And, you know, I went in and told them about what we're doing and that we we're going to mention them on the show, and they were all, all for that. Oh, cool. Well, I can't imagine they wouldn't be. <laughs> <laughs> well, when you're reaching our kind of audience, Dave, I mean, it's... Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Well, you know, this business is tough to to get the word out, you know? Yeah, so, no, it is. So they both have a, a Facebook page is basically their website. Both of those places, small operations. That's yeah, no, I probably pretty much, That's pretty much what they got. So it's a lot like this. I mean, you don't really like, unless you're going to be doing a, a retail, like an online retail operation, I don't really see the point in making a website. I mean, right, you just use a Facebook page and yeah. away you go. Yeah, no, it's easy. It's it's a cheap and easy way to, to yeah, do don't it. update anything. Yeah, post stuff and you know you can boot, do events and whatnot on there. And if anybody's following the page or, or whatnot, they'll get the updates. So yeah, it's actually a good way to go. Absolutely. From that side of Facebook, it's not bad. <laughs> <laughs> no, Facebook has its perks. Mm-hmm. No doubt. That's yeah. why I have a love-hate relationship yeah, with uh, the Facebooks. I love to hate them. Yeah. <laughs> I love to hate them. <laughs> yeah, and sometimes I hate to love them. Yeah. Yep. Well, you got to do it. So it is what it is because everybody's <laughs> on it. Yep. There's lots of smoking groups on there. And, yeah, there's a lot of them. And uh, whatnot because that's pretty much the only way you can get the word out for smoking these days. Well, Facebook actually is not that friendly either. Um, they did, I think they pulled it back. They had like a little kind of assault on the Facebook groups regarding smoking. And I know, um, on a previous podcast, we wanted to advertise on it and they wouldn't let us advertise because it was smoking related. Oh, really? So yeah, we, we tried to do, cause you post and it'll tell you like, Oh, why don't you boost your post? And, right, you know, right, so we're right. like, well, let's see what this costs. So we did it. And then uh, we got a notification back, and they're like, yeah, we're, we're not going to accept this. And, and we, we weren't even selling. We were just a cigar podcast. Right. right. You know? <laughs> it wasn't to try to sell tobacco, just to promote our right. show. Mm-hmm. So it's right. so You have to fly under the radar. Yeah. Uh, uh, and that's what I'm planning on doing. <laughs> beautiful. Yeah. So got a scam so going. Slide got to scam them. Beautiful. Yep. So... Uh, well, unbeknownst to uh, the Facebookians, they, you know, how they automatically send you, you know, people you may know or people you may be interested in or things you may be interested in. Yeah, which is creepy. Well, yeah, it is creepy because I'm going to show you what, <laughs> tell you what I got today on that front. I got an email from, uh, or a notification from Facebook. Let me just go into it here. And I was really surprised at what I saw. <laughs> it's alarming. Yeah, yeah. So it was uh, a whole list of 
cigar-related things. There was uh, Shenanigans was listed there, and a bunch of other stores that. Uh, where is it? The thing, like, I mean, you can start searching on different websites for things, and then suddenly, like, those ads are on Facebook, and like, I get the cookies and all that crap. But what's really weird is when you haven't searched for something, but like you you were talking about it. And then suddenly it pops up like on your Facebook ads mm-hmm. and you haven't typed anything. You haven't searched for anything, right. but it's listened to it. Li- your phone listens to you, you know, your smart TV listens to you. All the stuff listens to you. I think I saw that Google keeps like all that stuff. I don't know if they keep it in your Google account or if that was just fake news because you never know what's fake news anymore. <laughs> but I mean like that, it's just crazy. I don't have a Google Chrome account. I'm glad I didn't do that. You got it? No. Where'd it go? It disappeared. Yeah, because it knew you were looking for it, so it just just deleted itself and bleach-bitted itself out of existence. It was a list of a whole bunch of cigar shops and groups. The BOTL was on there, Brothers of the Leaf. Yeah. It was like a dozen of them. And it's like, whoa. Yeah, it's Orwellian. Yeah. It was... uh, pretty scary that and now it, was, it deleted and itself it's not there now yeah it removed itself wow it's nuts i like th- this post um but twitter does this a lot too like you can um not only will they hide posts that they don't agree with the politics on mm-hmm. but you can post something and twitter will pull it off and you'll go and be like wait w- what happened to my post it's just gone mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's Really alarming. Yeah. I'm amazed yep. at how many people like just don't pay attention. Wow. It's not there anymore. It's gone? Yeah. Yeah, it was here. I see cigar shenanigans, but that's just them. It was them and like a whole slew of other ones. It was wow. <laughs> Where'd it go? Okay. I give up. They uh they took it off. Yeah. You may want to smash that tablet, Dave. <laughs> 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 Smash it with a hammer. It's gone. Bleach bit. All right. So I was kind of surprised at, at how much was there. I was looking at it this morning, and it was like, holy smokes. Oof. It's scary. I, I should have took a screenshot of it. Now, now <laughs> I know. Next time, I will. They're just going to delete that, too, Dave. It was uh, the yeah, Scar Authority podcast was in there and uh, a bunch of shops. Um, so anyway, that's kind of kind of funky. See if I can get that back. Yeah, I had one. Um, this is weird. So I, I barely ever use GPS because I don't go anywhere. I know mm-hmm. where I'm going, and um, I've used the thing maybe twice to get to places I don't know where I'm going. And now I never set anything in it, and it'll t- like I'll get in the car, and my phone will pop up, and it'll say like you know 17 minutes to home. Mm-hmm. Like how, how do you know where I live? Yeah. I didn't put that in. I didn't right, set right, that. Right, 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 right. Like, I would never, you know, mm-hmm. I wouldn't even, uh, like, I, I'm so, you know, weird about that stuff that if I want to get home, I'll use an address near here. Yeah. So, right. so, but it's still like, oh, here's how you get home. Yep. It knows, oh. where, you, it knows where you live. Yes. I actually turn the GPS off. Yeah, I know. The location I, stuff, I turn that off. Yeah, I don't, I don't, they probably doesn't matter. I'm sure mm-hmm. they just get it anyway. Yeah. So I got a... Oh, Chris Chris likes our page. Chris was uh, part of our peanut gallery. Oh, beautiful. And he just... Uh, the septic he man. Liked, yeah. 
So what do we have, like four likes? I don't even think I like it yet. Dom sent it out to a bunch of his folks. And oh, so cool. There's the, there's so we have like a fake audience? Yeah, we have like a fake audience. <laughs> nice. Yeah. We have fake followers. Yeah, fake followers. I love it. We are CNN. Yes. <laughs> this yes. is great. Mm-hmm. Yep, 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 yep. So we have two friends on the profile, on the actual user profile. But mm-hmm. on the page, we have a few folks following, maybe eight or ten now beautiful so but it's all people we know yeah so, no we're, we're growing dave yeah it's it's getting there this, this is a movement <laughs> it's a movement dave. different kind of movement than we were talking about in the last episode oh the bowel movement yeah. from, from yeah, eric yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah so what were we even talking about before we got on this second technology rant of the evening. Uh, the local stores in... Uh, oh, yeah, that's right. In Massachusetts. I don't, don't know how we got back on this. Well, because there was a whole bunch of notifications of all these shops and stuff. Oh, yeah, Facebook. Right? It's yeah. all coming back to me now. Yeah, yeah, it's all... Perfect. This is, this is going to be the Facebook episode. <laughs> Facebook sued. We'll call it that. All right, and, so uh, anything else to add on those I got shops? So, I got so Facebookified here, I stopped smoking for a minute, and my cigar went out, and I have to relight it. Oh, you do a relight? Uh-oh. It's because I stopped puffing. Yeah, well, that's, you know, that happens on the show, Dave. Yeah, well. Sometimes it, things get so exciting here that you lose track of the smoke. Yeah. And, um, you know, that's all for the for the benefit of our listeners. <laughs> Because that's really our focus. Yeah, fake news. <laughs> that's really where the focus lies. Uh-huh. The mission statement of the yep. cigar hacks. Okay. You want to do a conspiracy corner? Yeah. Well, what should we cover? This whole thing's been a conspiracy corner. <laughs> <Yeah>. So <laughs> what should we do now? Yep. I never tire of conspiracies, Dave. Ever. It's impossible. Never, never. I've got some notes here. We have, oh, well, we're right in, right in line with everything we were... Talking about with Facebook is the we had the laptop camera spying thing. Yep. Yeah, definitely block those cameras. Yeah. And the mic if you can. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> and on your TV and on your phone. Mm-hmm. And don't ever buy an Alexa. Just don't do that. And, because uh, the thing's listening all the time. Oh yeah, that's all it does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. That AI. Yeah, there was one. I, I never fact checked this, but there was a, a funny video going around. It, well, funny if it was fake, alarming if it was true. But <laughs> this person kept saying, like, Alexa, do you work for the CIA? <laughs> and Alexa would just shut off. <laughs> so that was funny. Yeah, so I got a new laptop so we can do the Skype thing. Um, and of course, it came through with a camera and everything on it. And it's. First thing I did when I opened the thing up, I put a piece of tape over the camera. Yeah, that's what I did on my computer. Everyone's like, I don't, don't need it. You're insane. I'm, I'm not. I uh, might actually go in and disconnect <laughs> it. Yeah, I know. I just want to rip mine out. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> so what should we talk about for conspiracy Well, <laughs> Well, I think this whole episode is a big conspiracy. <laughs> We need a new conspiracy. Mm-hmm. Something completely different? Yeah. Well, all right. So tell me about the Trilateral Commission, because I haven't heard about this in <laughs> decades. <laughs> the Trilateral Commission? Yeah. Um, the Trilateral Commission is basically, so what they, they, they would call it a think tank. Mm-hmm. It's a think tank that tries to guide American foreign policy. 
and all it really is is uh, a neocon arm of you know the new world order that they're trying to form, which is not just like a stupid thing. People will laugh at new world order. Like, yeah, new world order. They want a one world government. I don't. Yeah. I don't know how anybody still has their head in the sand on that one. Um, but that's all the trilateral commission is, and so there are a lot of these people that are behind like. Um, Driving our policy towards these wars in the Middle East that mm -hmm. don't make any sense because they have their own agenda. Yeah. And there's no such thing as think tanks. They're just con artists. Mm -hmm. It's like fact checkers. I love to – you know, kind of off of this Orwellian thing, it's just like so many people like don't think for themselves anymore. And I'll tell someone something and they'll just like put it in and pull up like a Snopes. And they won't even open the Snopes page, and Snopes is crap anyway. But they'll just be like, oh, oh Snopes says false. I'm like, did, did you read the Snopes? Did, did you look into it? And they go, oh, well, Snopes is a fact checker. What, what the hell is a fact checker? Right. Are they, like, bestowed with, like, powers from God to check facts? I yeah. mean, it's just another guy who went to liberal university and, and, is, and Googled it. <laughs> and Googled it, yeah. And they just produced their own narrative and everything. Mm -hmm. But people are like, oh, the, all the fact checkers. Yeah. Come on, wake up. Mm -hmm. So the Trilateral Commission, they are just complete garbage. Um, <clears throat> this, the, the New World Order thing is really clashing with you know, the nationalist movement that's really going around the world. And you see it obviously here, you know, in America with the whole Trump thing. But um, it, uh, <clears throat> it's, it's kind of interesting the way the whole thing works. And you see how the fake news and how Google, you know, kind of suppressing things and promoting other things can shape a narrative. And so when this whole election cycle started for us, you know, nationalism is is just believing in the nation-state system as opposed to a one-world government. We want, you know, everybody has their own nations and, you know, we can get together and we have our representatives and they have theirs and we're supposed to make deals that kind of work for both sides. But they've hijacked that nationalist term and just turned it into like a racist Nazi thing. <laughs> I mean, have you noticed that? Mm -hmm. You can't. A year ago, I didn't mind saying like, "Well, you know, yeah, this is globalist versus nationalist." Like, and I'm a nationalist. Now, when I say that, I got to be like, "Not that I'm a Nazi." <laughs> yeah, <you laughs> it's like to, nationalism has nothing to. Ugh! You have to caveat. You know, yeah, it drives right, you nuts. Right. And they, they all get together and they plan this crap. I. It, but you tell people, Dave, and they think you're nuts, and they think you're insane. So it is nice to have a voice um, that kind of, you know, I know you don't want to say too much, but mm -hmm. you understand what's going on at least. Yeah, yeah. And that's the Trilateral Commission. Garbage. They're like the Bergamon, right? Which, the Bilderbergs? Bilderberg, Bilderberger. It's the same thing. It's, it's the... Bilderberg. Uh, the, like the richest, most powerful people from all over the world get together at this hotel. You can't get near this hotel. Yeah. The security is off the charts. It's in some fake thing made up. They denied it forever, and then they finally got busted. And so even the mainstream news will put a token report like, oh, Bilderbergers are meeting. Mm. You know, all the conspiracy wackos are out. What do you think they're talking about? You think they're playing Parcheesi up in that hotel room? Like, is that what you friggin' think? <laughs> you know? It's nuts. <laughs> yeah, is this like the George Soros thing? George Soros is a part of it. I mean, he's... 
He's one of the arms that's involved. He does this all the time. The Antifa thing is funded by him. The oh, Most of these domestic disturbance groups are funded by George Soros. Mm-hmm. They're paid. Now, a, a lot of people, they buy into it. So somebody to say, no, like, I know a guy who's in it and he's all about it. Yeah, they get a guy, they give him a ton of money, and he riles up, like, you know, lost youth mm-hmm. that are angry and he and he turns them into these groups this is, you know none of this is organic and they have you know fake opposition that comes up like the you know when they had the big you know fake nazi meeting in tifa versus the you know white supremacists mm-hmm. those same tiki torches they used at another one that was in um i think it was somewhere near russia and it was maybe six months, a year ago, and they had the same torches. It was the same setup. It was the same guy funding it, George Soros. <laughs> what happened was they they created this fake scandal, which was, they, they're going to, all right, we're going to go after these monuments, these uh, Civil War monuments. And you have people that have just had enough of this whitewashing of history. And you can't say whitewashing anymore because now that has a racist oh. thing, you know. <laughs> so I don't know, um, graywashing of history, just kind of, you know, pretending things just didn't happen because it offends you and all this. And so you get a bunch of people that say, no, w- you know, we don't want to stand for this. We're going to protest taking this down. All Soros has to do is pay 20 guys to show up and pretend to be Nazis. And then you have 500 other people there that just showed up to like, because they didn't want, you know, history to continue to get erased. And then you have your clown media like CNN taking photos. Half of it is staged and people buy it. They believe it. They think it's real. Is that what what CNN stands for? Clown News Network? (laughs) The Clown News Network, yeah. (laughs) Clinton News Network. They're a total joke. Mm -hmm. It amazes me. People watch that crap for news. And not that Fox is great either. It's like, oh, you watch Fox? No, I don't. I mean, it's it's the same crap. It's the Republican version of CNN. It's not quite as bad as CNN. CNN is really one of the worst of the worst in the world of fake news. Well, how about the, uh, the fake story that came out? Um, Brian Williams did. Which one this, was that? This is the. Uh, I'm sure there's the, a lot of them. The, the Flynn thing. Oh, the Flynn thing. The, yeah, he came up with this this <clears throat> thing that Flynn uh, is going to testify against Trump and all yeah. this stuff, and the, the stock market tanked. And yeah, this is this yeah. is amazing. Yeah, this is the effects of fake news. Mm-hmm. And now a lot of people too are calling on that, like, you know, let's let's start checking out like you know SEC records and things because. If the media can put out fake news and tank the market, mm-hmm. you know, you can have so a lot of insider trading going on there. Right. So people are asking about that. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying there's any proof yet. I'm just saying, you know, it is something to consider. Right. But what this whole story was, so you've got now f- basically three indictments out of this year-long $5 million fake Russia investigation. you got Paul Manafort, Nick Papadopoulos, and now General Flynn. Three nothing burgers. And the amazing thing about these nothing burgers is you'll tell, you know, a liberal, um, yeah, that Manafort is a nothing burger as far as Trump. Oh, oh yeah, you know, but, but they got Papadopoulos too, another nothing burger. And they got Flynn, another nothing burger. Three nothing burgers makes a triple nothing burger. <laughs> it doesn't turn into a something burger. Don't they sell that at Wendy's? <laughs> you know, it's like, <laughs> they have a triple I, at Wendy's. <laughs> I wish more liberals were cigar smokers because they could just come in. I'd be like, give me 10 bucks. I'll give you nothing. <laughs> then do it again. 
then do it again. Now you have three nothings, yeah. which to you makes a something. Yeah. So Flynn, Manafort got indicted for money laundering that had to was from 2005. Yeah. Now he was with the Podesta Group forever, which was Hillary Clinton's campaign mm-hmm. manager. Papadopoulos is linked to that. So these two clowns come into the Trump administration, and mostly Papadopoulos was the one in in his indictment. He says, "I was trying to set up a meeting." between Trump and the Russians, but nobody would take it. But they get him on, you know, these other laundering charges, and then they try to link it and say, oh, you know, this is connected to Trump, and it's not. Flynn, the only thing he got was a process crime. So he lied about a non-crime. And what happened was he said that um, he hadn't – uh, taken any instruction to contact the Russians from the Trump administration. Mm-hmm. So now they're saying that they have proof that he did and he lied about it. So the fake news story was that uh, Trump instructed him to contact the Russians uh, as a candidate. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't. It was in the end of December of 2016. So he was the incoming president. So it takes it from a potential scandal where a candidate is colluding with Russia and now turns it into the very basic, simple, run-of-the-mill, incoming president establishing contact with foreign governments. Right, right. So it was a nothing burger. But because they reported it as a candidate, people freaked out thinking that, you know, Trump's going down, the U.S. government's going to be in turmoil, and the stock market tanks. It's mm-hmm. bullshit. Right, right. <laughs> There's got to be something else behind that. There is. I mean, it, in my opinion... I really believe that this whole thing is going to turn around and slap the – not just the Democrats, the the swamp, mm-hmm. the globalist swamp on the Republicans and Democrats, deep state, which people say deep state, that sounds like a fake conspiracy term. It just refers to these people that get um, – you know, uh, appointed by presidents and they're not elected and they stay there for years and years and years right. and their corruption builds. That's all it is. Mm-hmm. And I think this whole investigation, you're not going to see anything on Trump because there, there was no collusion. This is going to, uh, and I think it's planned too. And I think these guys are going to eat crow and I think it's coming really, really soon. Mm-hmm. And I'm excited about it. <laughs> it's going to be awesome to watch. They look at, you know, they say, Julian Assange uh, sent a direct message on Twitter to Donald Trump Jr. You know, and the messages come out. And it's Assange saying, hey, you know, we released some great stories, um, you know, some really damning stuff on Hillary. Like, your dad should check it out. Mm -hmm. And they say, oh, you know, look at this collusion. Well, if they were colluding, why would... Why would he have to direct message Trump Jr.? Right. You know, like, I thought, like, Trump was their bitch. You know, why is... Putin sending over some no-name lawyer, not even affiliated with the government, actually affiliated with Fusion GPS. But why send her over to meet with Donald Trump about Trump Jr. about uh, you know uh, what was it adoption rights in Russia mm-hmm. under the guise of Hillary information? Why do that if if Trump's already Putin's bitch? Right. You know the whole thing. It's just stupid. Doesn't it's a sense. totally ridiculous yeah. scandal. And it's it's gonna blow up in their face. I just want that on record. It's gonna happen. It's gonna happen soon. Well, there you go. We got it recorded. We so got it you're recorded. You're on. <laughs> wow. Okay. Is that too intense? Yeah. That. There you go. Sometimes That's I get a, intense. It's a beautiful thing. All right. So. <laughs> so how's your cigar? 
Cigar's fantastic. Since, since we're doing cigar review, yeah. So you want to yeah. wrap up this cigar review? Because I'm running out of the cigar. No, let's do it. Mm. I'm in. I have nothing more to say on the fake Russia scandal. <laughs> fake. Fake Russia. Fake cigars. The cigar No, is, cigar's very real and it's very good. Yeah, it's, it is good. Yeah, no, I'm still stunned. Rocky Patel, Sun Grill Maduro. Yeah, another sleeper. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll definitely, I mean, if I'm out and I see these, I'm going to grab some. I have to go to London, Harry. Does he have more? Yeah. Oh, is this like a regular stock thing, uh, or is it a... I don't know, there were a box of them on the limited shelf release. there, and I saw them. <clears throat> I don't know, I didn't ask him if he had any more, but... Yeah, no, there I'll... Was a, uh, there was a box of them there on the, on the rack. I'll definitely be grabbing some when I go up. They were, uh, if you go in the humidor, to the right, back corner of the center. In uh, in the bar area or in the retail area? The retail area. Okay. Sweet. Back corner of the center island. Yeah. Yeah, I know on exactly what right. you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah, it is good. Very enjoyable cigar. Yes, it is. All right. So we can uh, see if we can't wrap this all up here since we're going... Wow. <laughs> what do we run? Hour 17. Oh, all right. Well, that's not too bad. <laughs> we can wrap it up now. And wow. Wait. It seems like we just started. I know. Yeah, it, that was fast. It does. That, that, one, fast. that one went quick. <laughs> and we didn't, didn't even have to go to any uh, poop jokes. <laughs> yeah. No poop jokes, which was, you know, keeping a little classy. No last names or anything like that. Nothing. It was time. perfect. Wow. It's well just, done, Dave. That's just, this is a surpriser. We can actually <laughs> do this, just the two of us. It's cool. Yeah, worked out well. So let's uh, turn on this here, and we'll start. We'll start wrapping this thing. I'm gonna crack a fake beer. Ooh, oh! Even my beer is fake. It's O'Doul's. (laughs) (laughs) A fake beer. (laughs) Okay, well, we'll have to thank the panel. Thank you, Maddie. (laughs) Thank you, Dave. Thank me. (laughs) <laughs> and thanks to the listeners who are actually might be listening to this one because this was a you know this was a good one and uh remember we have our social media tag is cigar hacks and you can find us on the instagram and the uh facebook and the twitter thing yep and uh, and our website cigarhacks.com and uh, See you next time on the Cigar Hacks. Remember, we're just a bunch of hacks talking cigars, etc.